And welcome again to another podcast here on Rockville Radio 7.77. And uh, we're going to be bringing you more of the Bible, more uh, testimonies, more things that will interest you uh, as it relates to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And uh, so we just want you to stay tuned as we are bringing you another podcast here on Rockville Radio. And welcome to another podcast here on Rockville Radio 7.77. Ishmael Miranda is our guest today, and uh, Brother Ishmael and I go back several years. Uh, right, Brother Ishmael? Absolutely, Brother How How far back? I, I, well, wait, before I even get there, uh, I want to introduce the fact that uh, you are a pastor now, and you're the pastor of God's Garden Church, and that's here in Victorville. That's in the high desert. So... Uh, about, I think I've known you for about 10 years. Is that right, Ishmael? Actually, it's more like 15, though. Okay. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Convalescent ministry together about 15 years ago when my son was four. And he's 19 now, so. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Well, it was, a, it was a blessing working with you then. And uh, I want to thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Our topic today uh, for those who may be struggling with loneliness, uh, what does the Bible say about loneliness? So, Ishmael, um, what what does the Bible say about loneliness, Ishmael? Well, you know, you picked an interesting topic, though, because the Bible speaks a lot about loneliness, actually. Uh, you know, loneliness is not just uh, a thing for, for just the average person. It can affect even the kings, and uh, it can affect everyone. For example, uh, David says that he's lonely and that he he needs God to bless him and, and, and to provide for him. Uh, the, you know, the Word of God says in Psalm 27, 10, but my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. So, obviously speaking of being forsaken by the ones who learn and who love. And Psalm 25, 16 says, turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. So that loneliness is a trouble that, you know, we human beings were meant for a relationship. And so that we feel that we need other people in our lives. You know, um, I, I, I think back also to the very beginning in the Garden of Eden when um, Adam, the first man. Um, yeah. And I, I know you're going to concur with me. Uh, as God looked around at his creation, he saw that Adam was there with the uh, different uh, creatures that God had created, but he hadn't created any other people. And remember what he said, Ishmael? Yeah, well, he says it's not good for man to be alone. It's not good for And so that God creates for Adam a helpmate. And if you think if anybody should have been fine by himself, it should have been Adam in paradise with the presence of God visiting him and seeing God face to face and walking with God in the garden. You would think that Adam would have been just fine, but God says of Adam, it's not okay for him to be alone. And so, yes, uh, God has made us intrinsically to want communion and fellowship with one another and uh, with him. And um, I think the thing that I'm hoping today is to, uh, like you said earlier at, at the beginning of our podcast, I'm just hoping that uh, if you are listening right now and you uh, perhaps are struggling with loneliness, uh, it's your constant companion, so to speak, day and night, um, 
I'm just hoping that we're going to be able to encourage you. We have a song that we're going to be playing when we do reach the end of the interview, and I do hope that you'll stay with us when we reach that point, uh, because the song was actually given to me, Ishmael, when we were in the convalescent ministry. I, I don't think I've ever shared that with you. I don't think you have either. I'm really looking forward to hearing it. Yeah, let me just give you like about a, a minute or two testimony on what what it's uh, what happened. As Ishmael had mentioned earlier, we were in our the convalescent ministry connected with our church, his his church at the time, and um, um, my church too. Also, uh, we were sent out to a. I don't. I guess we probably shouldn't mention the name of. We don't want to get too in trouble commercially, but it's a convalescent home that is on um, Hesperia Road. That's up here in in Victorville, and at that convalescent home. As Ishmael, you you heard him mention, we used to do a service, I believe, maybe it was Thursday night, Ishmael? It was Thursday night. Well, there was a lady in there. Um, Her name was Elsie, and I don't know if you're going to remember her or not, but Elsie Aaron, that was her full name. And Elsie was about 90-something years old. And uh, Elsie had a book of poetry. I don't know if any, let me know if any of this comes back to you, okay, Ishmael? Actually, yes, it is, I haven't thought about it in years, so absolutely, yes. So anyway, she's there, and uh, we're going there, and we're ministering, and of course we would do the service. I would, I was the worship leader for Ishmael, and I would do the leading of the, the worship songs, and then Ishmael would get up and preach the Bible afterwards. Well, after that, do you remember, Ishmael, we had a time of visitation where we would go around and talk yeah. to the uh, the folks in their rooms? Actually, that, that would happen when I was preaching, then you guys would go and visit those that were bedbound that couldn't actually make it to the service, so that you would start the, the, the worship, and then as the preaching happened, then you guys would slip away and go talk to and bring the gospel to those people that couldn't make it to the service. It was yes. actually a really blessed time. And uh, so anyway, we it was one particular time when we were in uh, Elsie's room, and uh, Elsie, for, I had my guitar, I think, and um, or... Maybe I didn't have my guitar, but but somehow she happened, the Holy Spirit moved on her, and she had written a book of poetry. And um, she motioned to, to one of the other people in our party to get the poetry book, because the other person already knew that Elsie was uh, uh, wrote poetry. Elsie hand, had her hand the book to me. As soon as I got the book, Elsie told me, um, she said, here, uh, I need for you to, I want you to have this book. Well, I, it was open to a page of one of her poems, and the name of the poem was Never Alone. And uh, I I was immediately shocked. I said, Elsie, I actually have a melody that I think would fit your words here with your poem. And do you mind if I put the two together? And she said, no, I don't mind at all. And um, later on, within it was probably several days later, as I got to working with that, I said, you know, this really fits really well, how, how the Lord did that. I had no lyrics, she had no melody, we put it together, and we have this little song called Never Alone, which is a song that uh, that I believe is designed to minister to you who are lonely. And um, so, anyway, I just wanted to share that, and, and share that with you too, Ishmael, because it did happen during that same particular time period there. That's a, that's a blessing to hear, brother. Yeah, I think, if I'm not mistaken, like you said, that must have been... Uh, toward the end of the time that we were doing the ministry. And of course, when you're talking about loneliness, you and I saw a lot of people who potentially, I don't know if they were, but potentially could have been alone right there in the convalescent home. 
you know, I, I was just involved in a convalescent ministry just a, until a little while ago, until our, one of our other pastors in our church ended up taking over that ministry so that I can do other things. And, you know, what? one of the things that strikes me quite a bit in, in speaking, even with older saints who have lived a life of faithfulness and love to the Lord, is that when they end up in a place like that, naturally they're lonely for family or grandkids. They feel alone. And... And the one thing I kept telling them, and the one thing I want to encourage uh, those who are hearing us right now, is that when you look for comfort, and, I mean, we're meant to be relational so that we want to have relationship with other people, and that's great. But when other people are not there or when they've left, we have a friend, we have someone who loves us, who will never leave us or forsake us, and that's Jesus Christ our Lord. And I think it behooves us as Christians to always remind ourselves that first and foremost, my best friend, my only friend, my greatest friend is Jesus. As the old hymn says, what a friend we have in Jesus. So that, you know, he is our tangible, he is our source. And as we go to towards Christ and we have relationship with him, I think a lot of the loneliness problem goes away. Obviously, we still want people around, people that we can touch and feel and who, you know, we have family with or, or relationships and love with. But ultimately, for the Christian, his friend, his best friend, has to be Christ. And Christ beckons us to come to him and cast our cares upon him and our anxieties and our loneliness, too. Now, I'd like you to talk to somebody. Uh, this this podcast is on SoundCloud, which is um, really not a, a Christian uh, hosting site. Ishmael, could you talk to somebody who is not a Christian and they struggle with loneliness? Well, that's... It's interesting you say that because here I'm, I'm beckoning everyone, obviously, to to make Christ their best friend as a Christian from a Christian perspective. But if there's someone out there that is not a Christian, you're dealing with loneliness. Um, may I suggest to you that the human beings who were we were formed, we were meant to worship every ancient culture, every people that we've ever found um, has always worshipped something or someone, because we know there's something or someone higher than us, and that is, of course, the God of the Bible, and in Christ, the Son, who came and died for us, so that the cure for loneliness really is to come to Christ in a, in a saving relationship, admit one's need for Christ, one's guilt before Christ. You know, a lot of times loneliness comes because we've made decisions in our life, too, that have pushed people away, and we've been selfish. That, that's, that's also a possibility because of our sin. So that I think that if you want to have that friend, that person, that person that sticks closer to the uh, closer than a brother as the bible says you need to come to christ first and come to him as lord and savior and experience his goodness his forgiveness his mercy and his in relationship with him and you know i think that would help quite a bit that like you said with that person who's struggling with loneliness to know now that the god of the universe is on their side and with them at all time he will never leave you the bible promises he will never forsake you Deuteronomy 3, 31, 6 says uh, to his people, he says, I will never leave you, and I will never forsake you. Matthew 28, 20 says, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, he's talking to the disciples, he says, and I surely am with you always to the very end of the age. This is God speaking. I'm going to be with you forever. To Joshua, he says, have I not commanded you to be strong and of good courage, not be afraid of dismay, for I, the Lord your God, am with you wherever you shall go, so that... If these are promises to his people, and if you want to avail yourself of these promises, then you have to become his people. You have to come to God, to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. 
Now, um, I, and I think we can urge that person right now to say that prayer of salvation right this moment. Well, absolutely. There is, you know, there is no really, there is no prayer of salvation like, you know, like most churches do and, and recorded in Scripture. Really what it is is an acknowledgement to God, being honest, that you've broken His law, His commandments, that you've sinned against Him, uh, an understanding of Christ and what He's done, that He's taken our penalty and our, uh, and our punishment that we deserve. He's done it in our stay. And, and, and asking God to forgive us through Christ and asking God to cleanse us through the blood of Christ, and then it's a turning over of one's life. No longer am I going to live life on my terms, but I'm going to live life on God's terms. And that means getting right with God in relationship, in fellowship, finding a good Bible-believing church that's going to teach you the truth of the Bible and, and, and start reading the Bible for yourself and praying, communion with God. And the Bible says that, you know, by their fruits you shall know them. It's that, you know, you're going to, you, God's going to give you a new heart to love Him and to seek Him. And for things that you never thought you would want, is the things that God's going to give you desire for. And you're going to see a transformation. And that loneliness is going to dissolve because as you get to know God more and more and know that He's with you more and more, I mean, that's, that's just an amazing thing. I mean, I know that wherever I go, I know that the presence of God is with me. And so that, that really does cure the loneliness problem, Bill. So we do urge you to do that right now if you're a person who doesn't know Jesus Christ as your Savior. Amen. Um, if you're a Christian, I know um, I took a biblical counseling course. It's been several years ago, but uh, I would be uh, not—I would be lying if I uh, said that I don't struggle with those times of loneliness. I do. And, oh, absolutely. Christians, Bill, yeah. have struggled with loneliness, but I think that when we struggle with loneliness, and I, I, I hope that you would agree with me, is because we've taken our eyes off That's right. what's truly important. You know, we've taken our eyes off God. I mean, it's just possible as a Christian even to have lost your first love. We see that in the book of Revelation where God says to the church in Ephesus, you know, I have one thing against you. You're doing all the right things, but you've lost your first love. So for the Christian, the loneliness problem sometimes comes from the fact that we've taken our eyes off of Christ and maybe placed it on someone else to make me happy or a group of someone else to make me happy. And when man fails us and man does, you know, then, then we feel alone. But, um, yeah, for the Christian, he needs to constantly come back to the source. You know, John 15 tells us that Jesus says that without me you can do nothing. I can't breathe. I can't walk. I can't do anything without Christ. So that for the Christian, as long as he's abiding in Christ and, and remembering Christ and walking with Christ, you know, he, he is blessed. And when we take our eyes off of Christ, when we put it on a situation, it's very easy to do. I've done it. We've all done it. That's when these feelings come in, you know, where you just don't feel right. Well, and, and you just said the key, Ishmael, it's feelings. And uh, yeah. the thing that, they, that I remember from biblical counseling is that we're never to trust our feelings. We are only to trust Jesus Christ. We're only to trust the Word of God. And we're always to remember that what we're feeling, that, that's really not true facts. Yeah, I mean, feelings are a powerful thing. As you know, and we've all experienced intense feelings of either euphoria or let down. And so, but for the Christian, he remembers in Hebrews, having the walk by faith. You know that everything for us is faith. You know, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So that for the Christian, we walk by faith and not by sight. So when I'm feeling lonely, we got to realize that, although I'm feeling that, that's not the reality. I'm not alone. God is with me. And God has never left me. God has promised never to leave me. And God is not a liar. 
you know, he's not like men who lie. You know, God is truthful at all times. So although I'm feeling loneliness, that's not the reality of where I'm at. God is with me. Those are feelings, those are emotions. I've taken my eyes off of Christ. I need to put them back on Christ because he's never left me. And so um, I want to thank you for the encouragement. And uh, in a moment here, we're going to play the song. The song, again, is called Never Alone. And the song is designed to encourage you who may be lonely right now. And again, uh, Ishmael Miranda, we want to thank you. God's Garden Church, for those who are in this area, the high desert. Of course, this podcast can be heard all over America. But if you're in the high desert, and we're talking Victorville, California, and you would like to visit God's Garden Church, would you, would you please, Ishmael, tell somebody how they can do that? Yeah, uh, they can log on to our website at godsgc.com, uh, or um, they can look us up. Uh, uh, our address is 16686 Victor Street. Our services are Sunday at 10 a.m. We also have a midweek, but come to the Sunday service, get plugged in, and especially if you've come to the Lord even through this podcast and you're in the high desert, I'd love to meet you and I'd love to encourage you and I'd like to be your pastor. So absolutely, please come and visit us. Ishmael Miranda, Miranda, thank you, and God bless you. And so, thank you, Bill. Hang on, hang on, listeners. We've got Never Alone coming up. Praise God. I walked alone till Jesus came. He whispered. I'll be your friend I'll walk with you Through sun or rain And be your guide Through everything But you're never alone When you know Jesus You're never alone joy no tongue can sing your voice shall in the kingdom ring my light and life I give to you through all the ages to set free but you're never alone When you know Jesus, you're never alone, but you're never alone. When you know Jesus, you're never alone. Never alone. Never alone Never alone 
never alone.